like yeah. what value so is Ethereum going to have? Um, traditionally, if people out there don't know, uh, which is not out of the realm possibility with the the non-impact it's had in the most recent years, but you would go there physically and interact with industry people because they were all there. You could you could get conference rooms, you could have meetings, you could you could create like the business and the commerce of video games in E3. That was the value. That was the hub. Um, you could just Slack someone. You could just email them uh, online. And you could do that regardless. Yeah, remember we went to like, that... You and I went to that weird meeting with the person? Like, Yeah, we had a meeting with a guy. We talked about a, VR. It was great. He wants to come no, no, no. That was, that was the guy we met at lunch. We also... There was an area <laughs> where you... Where you- Welcome, everybody, to the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 291. I am one of your hosts, Trip Zero, and I'm here with Neo Ayoshi. Hey, what up? What's up? Felix are good. Hey. And Lock and Key. What's going on, everybody? What's up, boys? How you guys doing tonight? Good, man. It feels like just yesterday we did our like number 200 show with the cake. And diamond jab and like the we Kevin Oates. did have the cake. Whoa! Do you remember that? Yeah, that, that like pre- yeah predates uh, COVID. I do. I I do now. Well, of course, it predates COVID. It was fucking ninety one episodes <laughs> ago. <laughs> That's ninety one weeks, dude. Come on, bro. Yeah. It's been, only there's it's only fifty two weeks years. in a year. Come on, dude. It's almost been two years. Oh I my know. god! What are we doing for three hundred? That's probably li- too, it's too I, soon. I was gonna say, like, just jokingly, what are we gonna do for three hundred? But now, after he brought this up, I feel like we got to do something. I know. I, I literally click. Like, I, I read two ninety one, but like the thought of like, oh, we're almost three hundred, didn't like didn't yeah, even smack into my brain. I can't even eat cake now. What if you like? What if you like? You know, just like took some of the icing. Uh, maybe all right. We're just we can get you, so we can get you some like uh, fruit jerky or something. Yeah, you know, we'll 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 eat we'll eat like a strawberry cake and we'll get you some like strawberry Ke- fruit mm-hmm. leather. Yeah, keto cake yeah. with al- almond flour. You know what I mean? True. Like you do like all that stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, like I guess yeah. I mean, it's the icing that's the problem, right? Like added sugar it, in general. Is it's the just problem. any added sugar. Right? There's, there's options. There's options, Felix. Yeah, let's yeah, tell I mean, tell the, let's tell the world my personal problems. I'm pre-diabetic. It's your prerogative. But it was obvious. It was a surface level, like obvious you, thing. You, you, I felt like it was bubbling this up. This guy right here. This you. guy right here. So, yeah. <laughs> you can talk about that during your uh, what I've been up to recently. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's what I've been up yeah. to. About up to uh, 270 pounds. That's what I've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I, li- uh, I, I I said it the other day. I was like, I've been eating like a f- a French nobleman in, in the fucking 18th century <laughs> for the last 20 years of my life. I gotta pretty much realize that I can't eat that way anymore. How are your joints? Do you have gout? Are you developing gout? Not, not yet. I'm gout? Like 10 more years at, at episode yeah. 400, I'd fucking have gout. Yeah, the, the gout episode. <laughs> so 400. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Oh, God. Well, before we get too deep into this, um, if you're listening out there, uh, hi, how are you? We appreciate you. Um, please go and subscribe to our YouTube channel so we can get our custom URL. You guys were there, and then he took it away because you're, you're very, very greedy listeners. So uh, subscribe again so we can get back up to, to that, uh, that target milestone, get our URL, and then make it easier for you guys to find us on the internet. And of are course, we literally just on your sitting at a, we're sitting at 99. And then, uh, like and subscribe. We're sitting Felix, at 99. I, I cut you off. We're sitting at 99. <laughs> we, we were there. We were there at one point. We were at 100. I remember and then that. Said, you know what would be hilarious? And they clicked <laughs> the button again. Oh, my Did you God. see the, um, obviously, like, the, the Suez Canal situation happened, and we didn't talk about it because we're a gaming podcast. Um, but there was a tweet before the ship was unstuck. Uh, and <laughs> I retweeted it on from my. The one from above? On my Twitter. No, 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 no. It just, it's just like, just a comedian, like with words, right? But here's what he said. And it was really, 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 really funny. He goes, Imagine being the captain of the first ship to pass through the Suez after it gets unblocked and knowing that you have the potential to do the funniest thing that anyone has ever done ever. And that was the end of the tweet. Hey, right like, now, stick, like, stick what, the ship again, essentially. What like, I read is we're back to And they just went fucking. We're back to 100. I, I'm looking, reading it right now, live. Looking Are you the one that unsubscribed? Is that why you did it so fast? No, I'm subscribed. He did it. He wow, did it. You were the one. God damn it. Well, we're back, baby. Officially on this episode. We can make a URL. So in regard to the Suez Canal thing, I did see something gaming related. It was a shot from above of like one of the ships in front of the other ship. And it was mm-hmm. basically like, if this speeds up, we're going to lose. And it's like they're in the shape of like Tetris. Oh, I got gotcha. you. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> I saw so many of those with like... um you know, just insert any first person shooter and they put their favorite overlay in front of it. Like there was a Gallahorn from destiny one. There was like tons of call of duty stuff. I've seen just easy memes, you know, <laughs> low hanging fruit kind of stuff, but that's what you expect. Yeah. Get some good laughs out of it. Anyway, that's all the, the, the spiel. Go do that thing. Um, Neo, what you been up to? Um, a bunch of stuff actually. Okay. First, I want to just announce here. I have my first COVID shot down. Congratulations. Hey, Congratulations! I go, I go tomorrow. I go um, Sunday. Awesome! So excited about. Yeah, it. I went like, last week, so we're all going to be uh, yes! back up. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm gonna have. Oh yeah, one. I'm really excited. About well, yeah, we're all gonna have. He's just saying we're all gonna have one. Felix, gonna have one. Come on, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, my next one's on the 26th, so just gotta wait it out the month. But uh, I'm really excited yeah. about that. Um, other but, than uh, that, what did you get? Did you get a? Uh, did you get Pfizer, Moderna, J and J? I got Pfizer. I'm, I'm, I'm Moderna gang, dude. We're gonna have to fight when everything is uh, cleared up oh, here. Yeah. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I'm getting, but I think it's. I think it's Pfizer. I think My, the place that I'm going to has Pfizer, but I'm not sure. Mine's. Pfizer. I didn't know till I walked in. Like, yeah, I, I won't. Yeah, I won't know either. I guess. Oh, it says it on there. my actual. Uh, um, Your appointment. Yeah. So yeah, a lot nice. of them do. Like a lot of the ones that I was trying to book did say which one they had, but this one didn't. If so. you guys are all Pfizer, I'm fucked in the fight upcoming. Yeah, and the gang wars. Three v three v one's not going to work. That's not mm-hmm. what you want. What, what, is it, does it mean I'm just going to give you COVID? I mean, <laughs> to win? I mean, like what no. are we talking about here? I'm just making a gang war joke. You're going to beat me up. <laughs> We're going to West Side Story it. So, yeah, so it's right. not going to be like Columbus, like landing and meeting the Native Americans. No, there was no implication <laughs> to that. There's, there's no. I, I went. I went to West Side Story. That's. Where I, I went to Columbus went. and and fucking. You went mass to smallpox genocide. blankets. Yeah. 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 Also not great. <laughs> well, 
anyway, um, so I've been playing. I'm still playing lots of Monster Hunter World. It's like literally the game I came back to streaming for. Um, it looks really good. I've seen a lot of people getting into it, and the screenshots are very impressive for oh the Nintendo God. Switch. If you if you go on the Monster Hunter subreddit, people are like, "Look at the shit that you can do with this mobility system. It's insane. People are flying all over the place. They're taking gun lances and they are rocket punching themselves across a map to hit a monster. It is bonkers. I love." all the improvements that this game is making uh it's it's definitely the best monster hunter and like of course i've only played world but like it is i mean where i wanted monster hunter to be but you're the, the, the best monster hunter that since that you ever played so that's not a, a incorrect sentence for you to say it's perfect yeah they did a really good they did a really really good job on it and they even said like the first weekend they sold like there was like five million copies sold like this game is that's wild out of control um it's accessible to a point where like you don't need to be afraid of this game like anything before world people were like turned off to like the sheer like unapproachability of it but this game is honestly like being on the switch and just being a really easy game to just dive in and start like fucking around Mm -hmm. on it's just a really good experience and Mm -hmm. They, they like I. This is all stuff I talked about last week, but like they improved the multiplayer like by so much. Like the fact that they have, you can just create a room. The loading times are quick, even on the Switch, and people can just join your party and you just load up a quest. You and then you just load right into it. They skip all the cutscene bullshit. Like even if you do have a cutscene, everyone watches at the same time. You don't. Ha- World had the problem where if you wanted to play with a friend, you had to host had to load the quest then go into the quest find the monster this is everyone else is just chilling in the hub world uh find the monster watch the cutscene for the monster and then everyone could mm. join the quest I, and then i remember that i did a little bit of that on the ps4 That's it weird. was backward it was like it was like a it, sh- it to me that showed that they, they thought about co-op is like an afterthought like it was like okay we built the game let's make the multiplayer work now right and which they did it worked mm-hmm. on world but but now it's it's like clearly like there are your single player missions and there are your multiplayer hub missions and arena quests and right. um i got a chance to play one of the new modes that they offer which is called rampage mode and rampage mode lets you uh and like four, like three other people do a tower defense style game you're defending the gates hmm. of the of the village you're in and you put up like artillery and set traps and you and like me it was me and like quail uh aka bob from our server and um oh god who was the last guy i'm gonna feel so bad of that i can't name drop quail bob jay it was jay oh my god i would oh i you, i was you should have yeah. left you should have left yeah that would have been really funny Fuck oh <laughs> Um, and we were all, no. we were having a great time, uh, and we were all messing with new weapons. Like, the, like I'm not afraid of playing like more advanced weapons now because I know the system is a little bit more forgiving in this one because of the wire bug. The wire bug lets you not get knocked on your ass constantly, and then wait for that time to get back to your feet and get back into the yeah, fight. Yeah, you were saying you can essentially like cast that to get yourself back up instead of waiting for like the the oh my god I'm so, so hurt animation forever. Exactly. Yeah. If you have a, a wire bug available to you, then you can just like use it to pull yourself from the fight and then land back on your feet and like get ready to get back in there. Um, last night I was trying a bunch of different weapons. I tried the gun blade, which I'm no, I'm not good at these weapons starting out. So like it was kind of a struggle, but 
with some practice, man, you could, I mean, I could, why not? I'll fucking dive into a new, a new weapon and just go all out. Um, what else did I try? I tried the gun blade, which was a lot of fun. Um, I'm sorry, the gun lance. It's a gun lance. My bad. My apologies. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to. How does that even work? So it's, you're, you're holding a giant lance and a shield and you attack with it like a lance, but also one of your attacks, you have, you have shells in your top corner that you have to keep track of. And when you, you can attack and then fire a shell and then it's like, you're shooting like, like a burst of fire into the monster when you're fighting. Mm -hmm. And then you have a reload that you have to do and your character kind of goes like and like reloads the gun or you can come. Is there a trigger animated on this lance? Anywhere, I'm just trying to think of the design of this of this of a lance that's also well, a gun. You got to understand, there's like because, because I'm only variations of it because you can craft different kinds. Of sure. Just imagining lance. penguins like umbrella from Batman. <laughs> oh no! Imagine like a horseback rider's lance. That's what I would do. No, I know, I know. Like a knight. That's that's the best. That's the best description I can give of it. Like a but dragoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, also, I did the uh, the the insect glaive which is a wild weapon. All right. This is a weapon that is highly mobile. You like, it's like a, it's a bow staff, but you combine it with a, these kinsects. They're like bugs that you wear in your arm and you fire these on the monster's body to trigger their weak spots. This is, and you fill up your meter at the top by targeting different parts of the monster's body. And then once you, you trigger each kinsect on the body, then you you unlock your essentially your final combo form and you can just you spin this thing like crazy you're you're in the air gliding and you're dashing in the air at the monsters like if you look up videos of insect glaive like pro insect glaive players dude it's it's wild it, it feels like they're in in the air more than they are on the ground when fighting a monster and it's it's pretty cool that would be that would be i think maybe the next weapon i try and get good at um we have one of my friends with is an insect glaive player and he that's that's like he's always in the air like flying around like fucking firing bugs at monsters it's crazy but either way game's great like i i can't i can't recommend it enough if you're a switch hop on and let's play like let's fucking kill some monsters together um another game i played i just want to real quick another game i played over the weekend was the res remastered game do you guys remember res what's up guys? i have a copy of that on a playstation 3 somewhere Yep, it's a it was a PlayStation original game and you were essentially just a floating body and it was all it was like it was kind of like a musical game. It was kind of a music game. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But you were on a track. It was like a it was like a linear track game. Mm-hmm. And you floated through this like space and you're it's just like a a lock on and shoot, right? That's yep. all you're doing. And then you do you do that the whole time and it makes like a it makes like musical sound. It makes music. You make music while while shooting things. Um it was really cool because it was a throwback game because I haven't played that since PS1 days. And uh, mm. it was offered on PlayStation for free. So I was playing it this weekend along with Ratchet and Clank, but um, the remaster, which got the. Oh, PS4 that's why I know it because I scooped those games too. That's why. I probably yep. don't have it on PS3, but I had definitely have it on my PS4 now with the recent offerings of free games. Yeah. And Ratchet and Clank, that like a week or two ago, got its PS5 update. With like full on like sixty frames, four K, it got the full patch. Um, okay. So I started it. I want to keep playing it, but this week and hopefully this weekend, if I have time, I want to play Oddworld Soulstorm, which was the new free game offered, and I'm hearing great things about it. So maybe next week, if I can like, you know, find the time to like play this 
uh, the Oddworld game because I've never played an Oddworld game before. And I remember these games back in the game per day days. They were everywhere, man. This was this game was like the hottest thing on PlayStation. I never played this game. I remember it that was. Too. Yeah, like uh, Abe's Odyssey and like all those games like. But I would love to try this new one. Like I, it, they gave it they gave it for free on, for PS5 users. It's it's free. Um, so maybe next week I'll I'll have some something to talk. So about. So right now the Oddworld game is free on PS, on PlayStation Plus. Yes. All right, I'll check it out. So every month, man, you gotta you gotta get in there and uh I and do. uh yeah, they give you they give you lots of cool free games. Um, another game that I do want to play, like I know I I want to talk. About, I know I haven't played these games, but I want to play the game. It's it takes two. Have you guys mm. seen this game? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, it's getting great rave reviews. It's made by the guy who made Two Brothers and A Way Out. He and it, you might know him Just better. Two Brothers. Uh, as, well, I played A Way Out. Two brothers. He same guy, and he's the guy. Joseph Ferris is the guy who makes this game. He's the director, and he's famous for being at um the Game Awards. And he got on stage with Jeff Knightley. Damn it, Keely. 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 I do it every fucking time. It's okay. On the stage with Jeff Keeley, sure he, goes, he goes, yo, video games are where it's at. Fuck the Oscars. Fuck them. <laughs> and I'm like live on his pro- I'm I do live on that. the game awards. That was him. Um, and Two Brothers looks like a like rom. It's like a he describes it as a rom-com co-op experience. Um, and you could play it with anybody. Apparently, it's a very easy to uh, like a, get the game's ease easily accessible for not even like the biggest of gamers right like anyone can you can hop in with anybody and just like play it with a friend or a significant other and have a good time well i i really want to try i like i like those kinds of experiences that are that you can share with other people and uh i think it's special but anyway that's those are that's what's been on my video game mind what about you guys who's next yeah i feel like you want to rip it yeah i'll rip it sure Dan, 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 we don't want to. We, dan, we don't want to twist your arm, dude. I mean, dan, I don't feel obligated dan, to talk. Dan, 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 you know the wall market theme. There we go. Uh, the wall market. More of yeah, the wall yeah. market. Um, yeah. So I'm continuing. Yeah, I'm continuing to play Final Fantasy VII. How fucking long is this game, dude? How many chapters? I'm on chapter 10. Re- remember, Felix, remember, remember yeah. everything that you're experiencing is in the first, maybe if we're being generous, first three hours of Final Fantasy seven. <laughs> they str- right. They but how many chapters? How many chapters are it's like a piece of pizza? Of just the mozzarella just the, forever. It's going and going trip. He just wants to answer his question. How many fucking chapters? Since he can't Google this by himself. And I won't. Give, tell, tell me how many fucking chapters 13, are in this I feel like I don't know exactly, but I feel like it's like 13 or something. Right. 13, 14. 13. Maybe, maybe the Yuffie chapter we're getting in, in June is 14. It's I'm, one of I'm at the part with the pl- where they try to blink, bring down the plate. And that's where mm. I'm on the plate. I'm defending people. It's you're, you're not quite there eighteen. Yet. Okay, wow. It's eighteen okay. chapters. A character. A, a character off. just died. That's all I'll be able to tell you. Like not like a main character, but like a side character. They're all they're all main but characters in our hearts. My only criticism. It's not really a criticism. It, it, it can't be because I got myself into it. I, I made the choice to be there. <laughs> um, I like how you're being a little bit self reflective here, but but yeah, come on. I mean it's not like we love character development no because i'm always the guy i'm the guy who's always like oh the devs are fucking fuck the devs yes they did the thing yes you are uh in this case 
I know it's their design. I know they've been doing it for a long time. They've been doing it longer than I've been bitching about people doing that. <laughs> They're also true. So, like, I can't really fault them for it, but what's kind of annoying for me is, like, story, story, story. I'm really engaged. This is great. Big, giant boss fight that I can't fucking do in a very short amount of time. Like, the the boss fights are You're laboring. You're at the point. Yes. yes. You're at the point, Felix, right yeah. now where it, when you hit a major like boss fight milestone you're going to take a couple attempts to do it and yeah. and that's by design for sure but they yeah. like yeah like like these what are else would like giant what else would that, moments no, sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no no, no, it's, no I, I was done i'm just saying like they they're making these like monster fights that are memorable in the games like these right. tent pole tent pole moments no that like that's that's all final fantasy is like without it what would you be you would just be running around and killing mobs that are easy to beat no what i'm used to doing is when there's i play games that are story heavy story games with big cutscenes like this game has but then boss fights are man, definitely like not as meticulously managed and it's just the style of final fantasy i i get it it's why so many people like shied away from it when we were young gamers it's like that's too complicated i'll go play mario you know like that's you guys being the people who endured final fantasy and put put yourself through it like yeah, i mean that that there's a there's a there's a compliment to that because like I take yeah it's more I just, complicated I, it, than an average. You game. you threw out Mario as almost like that game wasn't challenging. I can't play Mario to this day. I fucking baby I game, can't. Obviously, I cannot on, play that game. We can all like, I'm terrible at it. So I think it all depends on like your skill set or, right. or what you want to work on as a gamer. Yeah. Um. But to your to your point, yeah, like you're going to be really really challenged. No, I I just these, have to pay attention fights. to the numbers really close. That's the thing that's annoying about the fights because it's like. So I did the hell, hell House, and I complained about that. But then right after that, I'm dumped into a sewer with a giant bull creature, and it was the same shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, now what do I got to put on? And it, it's just me trying to learn how to use the assess tool better. Like, assess the creature's yeah, I mean, weaknesses I, yeah, and I mean, like you're, put on you're the right fucking... Yeah, I mean, like, you're playing a lot of catch-up. So mm-hmm. I, could, I could see it. Like, I, I was a little harsh in my criticism to you about, like, it taking some thought to beat the boss because it is such like a standard in all final fantasy games but Mm -hmm. playing it for the first time when you're used to it being when you're used to quote-unquote bosses or harder enemies being managed and presented in a certain way in in games um it can be drastically different i I guess i should say in 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 action rpg what i'm typically used to is figuring that shit out on the fly as i stare at the boss and it's throwing shit of course and you're, you're le- and you're learning the mechanics as you go sure and, and, but, th- like, and this the game difference... is more like pause yeah. it look at the creature shit read the text on why how the creature can fucking die quicker mm-hmm. and then switch all your shit actually I, I use the last battle like exit fight last battle like so it puts you right before the last battle you were fighting i use that really frequently i told these guys that but i'm telling you lock like i'll go into a fight the creature's there. I have assess on my one character on cloud. And then what I'll do is I'll just assess the creature's weaknesses and then go, okay, let's just start the fight over. And then I start sure. fresh. I put all the material on that I need to defeat the fucking creature. But go ahead, sure. Trip. I think you uh, you land on something that's interesting to this, this release of the game. Uh, in an action game, you can get kind of complacent in your battle style because of the action like especially starting out with this game from the beginning you're used to literally hacking and slashing and if you don't pay attention to the abilities and to the numbers to the weaknesses all that kind of stuff um 
you're going to come up against the wall pretty hard because this game right. is going to live strongly in the Final Fantasy realm, even though there are more action elements to it. Mm-hmm. The director being, of course, the Kingdom Hearts director. So it just you're you're discovering that right now, and it's fun to see you on this journey. And I'm glad you're still I'm you're not still playing quit. and not being Me like I'm, I'm done with this. No, I'm not going to quit. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting. Like um, it, my first ex- my first like real experience with this because I think it got like progressively harder as Final Fantasy games came out, right? So like it, at least that's that's the way that I take it because I've I've played them pretty much backwards, right? Because like my first Final Fantasy was eight. I skipped nine at the time. I played ten, then I went backwards through time. But like in ten, I remember very vividly there was a fight where you were fighting three enemies that were a collective, and each enemy had to be killed via a certain way. Like one was, was one elemental you to use or your, something. One, you, you needed to use elemental one. You needed to be able to use just regular damage. And then the other one, you needed to be able to use your summons and kill with like what you were summoning. And it was a really hard fight. And like, it took a lot to learn. And if your, your party was not built out the right way or the characters that you needed to use were not built out the right way, it was like almost impossible to beat. Dude, the, um, the most interesting one that, you know, I didn't get pissed at. I was like, this is just like really well designed was the ghost in the train yard. That whole sequence, the ghost in the train train yard. No, train favorite. yard's tough. That's yeah. my, no, but it's also my favorite sequence. It's like super creepy. The music changes into this like mm-hmm. re, like a horror movie. And then you have all this weird writing that keeps showing up on shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this game's it's so like funny. whole dynamic change. It feels like I'm in Resident Evil. I was like, this I is love, really cool. Uh, yeah, the, the game takes like a bunch of detours at certain times, mm-hmm. which which can be good or bad. But like, I lo- I love when the game does that. Except for Ho- for Hojo's laboratory, well, we'll talk about that later. Probably. But, not. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, the train yard's amazing because like uh, that was I don't remember that even being a huge sequence in the original game. There's it was a- it was two panels. Two panels, yeah, yeah. And, and they made it into this whole thing, and they added more character interaction with like the the three characters you were with. Oh my god, it was it's yeah. that game is so freaking good. Yeah, they um, they really they did such a good job with it. And then they blew me away with the actual boss fight, which was like a giant ghost. And the the cool mechanic there was, um, he would have these two phases: one where you, if you used like swords on him and like attacks, basic attacks. It would he would be immune. It was like he was going between mm. corporeal, like physical and non corporeal, and it was really cool that like I would have to like switch my what I was I would switch to cloud when he was uh, physical, and then um, I would switch to um, Aerith, Aerith. Uh, for magic when he was uh, in his non corporeal form. So that was right. like cool because I, I had to figure it out. At yeah, first. That's, that's the kind of thing the battle system encourages you to do. Uh-huh. It encourages you to like constantly think on your feet and pay attention to what's happening in the in the fights they want you to like not just become complacent with you know general just like beat things till they die they they want you to use all the tools at your disposal Mm -hmm. which is pretty great praise for for it because especially in final fantasy above like an action rpg like your characters get so powerful that like they need to be challenged because like it would be just as easy as casting, you know, a high level magic spell like Ultima and the thing is dead. Yeah. You know? there's, so like, there's where, usually like, always a way to find one exploit very early on and just you're, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Like, and I think about like in, in I'm going to keep using the final fantasy 10 one. Cause it's on my, like it's on mm-hmm. my mind, but like when you fight sin at the end, um, 
like I when I when younger me it was like oh I'm gonna just use all my powerful summons and I'm gonna just beat mm-hmm. this dude with summons and he slapped the shit out of me yeah. and I went through like my whole entire every summon that I had even the highest tier one and that's the game telling me no you can't just summon whatever right to to um to kill this thing you need to use the mechanics and you need to work as a team as a party <laughs> to buff and debuff and 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 do it right yeah. um and like it's crazy because i kept trying to bang my head against the wall doing it this way because i just figured that was the way that it needed to be done let me send all the damage in the world at his face and that's gonna right. be it and then like i think it was the second attempt of not summoning at all unless i needed to to survive that i beat that i beat it and mm-hmm. it was like and i had tried it like maybe 10 times before with this one method and finally right. was like all right let me try something new um and I think that's what's really unique about Final Fantasy or just JRPGs in general is you, you end up getting these really overpowered characters and the game mechanics need to challenge you in new ways and, and learn and do different things in order to, to keep proceeding with, with the game. There really was cool. one fight th- thus far where I felt the summons actually was helpful. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, I have the Afrit summons on uh, Cloud, you know, with mm-hmm. the big giant fire demon from hell or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was going up against a creature that um, it was that bull creature that I talked about in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize that he was just exclusively fire to damage him. And then I was like, oh, I should just put cloud in here. And then when he hit the summons available, use his summons. Cause you can only use one summons from one of the characters once the bar is full. Right. Um, yeah. So I used the first time I used, like, I didn't realize that the, the creature was, fire and i used the shiva which is frost and it was mm-hmm. ineffective and i was like fuck and then i like did my assess figured out the creature was vulnerable to fire and then it was just like oh i'll just use a, the freet when it fills and then right. freet just fucked that shit up yeah, yeah, like, sure because mm-hmm. it's yeah. fire and that's the thing's weakness and it was just like rain fire and just kicks some ass yeah so mm-hmm. that's how yeah. i was able to beat that fight so you know. should take take that with you into all future fights just right right yeah. Yeah. That you need to yeah. think about how you Actually, approach. It. Besides the Hell House, the most nerve-wracking, angry fucking fights <laughs> I've done were trying to get those summons with that little dickhead kid, whatever the oh, fuck his yeah, name yeah. is, Chadley. The, Chadley, the shithead you meet in every town. <laughs> hey man, can you help me, Cloud, with my fucking whatever the fuck? He, he's he doing? is a little wiener, dude. He puts on, he put on the VR headset, and then you just got to earn a new summon. Yeah. They're tough fights too. Those are really tough fights, man. Yeah, like but they're, those are specific. Like like those are your training grounds for all other fights because all yeah. other fights are going to be masked in terms of like weaknesses. The summon fights are just going to lay it all out there and be very obvious what a weakness is. Yeah, but they're going to challenge you like a hard level boss. So like it's literally like it's called training ground, but it literally is that for a player who may not be used to that kind of like that play style the two that i've gotten so far i got the uh shiva and then i got fat chocobo mm-hmm. fat chocobo <laughs> which is fucking hilarious that whole part yep. was just designed oh, yeah. weird and i was just like what the fuck is happening but whatever it's cool um and then i was telling trip through the text that i got to the part um where cloud in the game uh which is kind of a spoiler but fuck you uh cloud um <laughs> fuck you no we're cloud we're where cloud um has to dress up uh-huh. in wall market. Yeah. It's a great like, sequence. Yeah. That part was great. <laughs> Literally talking to Felix about, um, about that moment. I didn't realize that cloud's not the only one with, uh, with costume options. 
Yeah. Every uh, exactly. I got a completely Tifa, different costume. Aerith, and Cloud yeah. all have three different options. There are nine total dresses. Yeah, so I I got something yeah. different than Trixie I was today years old. Yeah, yeah. I ended up. I was get, today I had years a, old. So my Neo, I don't know what you had for Tifa, but my Tifa had a kimono. <laughs> mm. That was cute. That was very cute. Yeah, and mine had a blue dress, which is like and then that's the everyone had a dress that was a nod to the original, and mine was the. The Tifa blue dress, the Aerith original red dress. How do you, how do you pick a different dress? I don't it all depends on your, your combination you make of quests. In so there are like two primary quest lines in Wall Market, and then like each of those have sub options, and it's it's all depending on how you play that sequence. I don't know what I did to wow. get that, but it was cool. And I did we determine my cloud dress was like different? Yours was uh, yours was different than mine. I think I had the the lighter one they're all frilly like that but they all have different yeah. like color schemes right right yeah so that's what i'm doing and i'm on chapter 10 and i'm i'm still playing it and like it and i like I'm the so sto- glad you're just like i like the story like game. i said i like the story more than the boss fights but that's it no of course <laughs> story's good man and they did a good job like making it believable which it was hard for a game that came out in 97 yeah but i i want to ask you guys one question though is this adaptable content like, do you think to you what? could look at an actor playing these characters in anything but no. an animated movie? No. Right. I, I don't. I, no. I don't. Like, other games I that mean, I played, like Last of Us and things like that. Oh, it's, as an anime? I mean, what, are you, what are you asking? I mean, I'm sorry. I, w- I was saying, are, are these stories adaptable to you? Like, could you see live action actors play these characters in some of these well, what was Final the, Fantasy What games? was the Final Fantasy VII um movie the that movie? was advent children advent, advent children. children was fucking incredible but like was that live action Mm-mm. cg no, it, was, it was cg um yeah. and it like it was really good um in my was, opinion yeah, I, I watched it last year when the um, but like <laughs> i think it, it's pretty i don't know i i don't think so besides like those specific things where maybe it expands upon the story in a new medium um, but I don't think it can become this like Game of Thrones style IP. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would need a lot of work, a lot of care. It could only ever be a television show. Um, it would need to do a lot of things that I feel like people who are producing it wouldn't want to do for a TV show. Uh, and look, I mean, I'm, I'm a proponent of never say never, but that would be probably the most challenging thing to adapt in a, in a believable way. I was just wondering what you thought it's hard because oftentimes video game media is meant to live in that space right like we know we know that people are trying they're adapting games left and right but like there's i think there's a way you could do it for final fantasy 7 oh there, there's yeah, there's definitely a way you could you would but like but like you would lose like the humor and the little meta like the meta jokes that they have in there and the characters are more free to be weird like like the characters are weird in that game in that game right mm-hmm. like just straight up like cloud is not really a likable protagonist yeah right? we don't live in a world right now He's where that of kind of story would be taken seriously yeah. on television television is too serious right now for not that it's a bad thing but like television is too serious for that yeah, and I, know what you mean. I don't know if people can could produce it in the way they would need to be produced in the current era the current golden age of television mm-hmm. it needs it needs to have camp yeah, I'm, in, I'm like, to be in honest, a, in a way that's not 
campy. It's it's so hard to just like you know what I'm saying, but it's no, so I know exactly what you're saying because I'm terrified of the Fallout show that's going to come out. Like, is there we, really a Fallout show happening? Yeah, because yeah, the Fallout the, 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 by Amazon because the Fallout show Ooh, is yikes. The the games are super campy. Yeah, like, see, it's 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 just gonna. I, I'll put money on it that it's just sharing the, mm. the IP name. It's not gonna be a. It's it's gonna be a post apocalyptic show. Yeah, it's gonna be gritty as fuck. It's with Fallout slapped on top of it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be a. It's not gonna be Fallout the TV series. Right. Not yeah, in the way that Garvey walking around being all goofy and shit. Yeah, I mean, there'll yeah. be things. There'll be there'll be nods. There'll be call outs. There'll be branding and things. But like, it's not. I I will be pleasantly surprised if it is like a game to tv replication right. like i just don't think they'll do that i i bet it'll be more like the walking dead walking right. dead yeah. than it would be that's like i'm saying you know? right, exactly yeah that's 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 exactly yeah. that's exactly my point yeah that it's gonna be they're just using the ip name to get people into it you right. know like mm-hmm. that's the, but i'm more concerned about the lord of the rings tv show if i'm being honest with you just because i don't want them to fuck it up but that's a little yeah. scary too well, but, it's kind of yeah, already. It's, it's, it's a different conversation, but yeah, yeah. We what a TV show would have to do, Felix. A TV show would have to do the equivalent of what the remake did to the original, because before the remake actually hit, we're sitting here like they're going to fuck it up. They're going to go too gritty with it. It's True. not going to have the vibe that the original, and it had all of the vibe of the original and more. So that's true. They did it. It would need to do that for television, and I don't. Look, I was wrong once. I could be wrong again, but the work that would take. Yeah. You know, yeah, just wonder. Yeah, it's true. It's a good point. Penny for your thoughts. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm I'm gonna skip. I have nothing that I've done this week. I've played some more Final Fantasy 14. I'm still very deep into that. I'm at the end of Stormblood. I'm literally my next mission is called Stormblood. So I'm at the final mission for that expansion. Yes. And then uh, I'll be able to to get to the newest one once I clean up like the in between main story quests. I'm very excited. I'm just I'm, I'm looking more in the world it. and I'm uh, getting a better grasp on how to play that game, which has eluded me for years, years. even though I've been a legacy member, but that's, that's about it. Nothing, nothing. Super new. Once, once you get to shadowlands, no shadow, bring shadow, Shadowbringer, stormbringer, whatever. See, I, I would have known it, but if you, you, you fuck my brain up now with this, I think shadowbringers. Yeah. Shadowbringers. Yeah. Um, I would love to pop in and do like some of those raids and shit with you. Like, well, cause you're going to oh, have to, sure. get, yeah. The other, story yeah. um, um it's a game I'm activate i know i'm going to reactivate my account closer to the newer expansion and well, like kind of get my coming out back in well, not expansion but uh, the patch is next tuesday the final patch before the newest expansion planned for the summer right which i know I'll, I'll definitely be hopping into and i'm sure rowan will and jay is in it yeah 100 rowan's we my crew uh, we got a sure, crew but, we can roll with yeah dude, um dude, yeah dude. and i plan on playing that with my brother um uh, uh shadowbringers we're, we're he's already queued up he's like ready to go so i said just hang on i promise i'm burning through so we're gonna gear up and just do some of those story missions together and that'll be fun because i've never played actual new content with someone even though it's last year's it'll be new for both of us so that'll be fun to kind of tackle together in a group that's cool yeah, hell yeah that's cool. and that's Lock, what's up um nothing much i'll be quick um i downloaded two new games um and I don't have much to share because I've only just started playing them, but I signed up for Game Pass and I started Octopath Traveler. Oh, and, nice. Um, which I'm very upset about <laughs> so far on a fundamental level because they don't have cursor and mouse support. Everything's with every menu system is with your Oh, key. really? 
So it wants, uh, you, to, it's, it wants you to use the controller then. That's what it wants you yeah, to use. So I, I only started it and then put it down because I don't know what box my game I don't know what box my controller is in. So um, <laughs> I was just really disappointed that a game didn't have a fucking cursor. Yeah, that's, that is surprising, honestly. One, but um, that I'm game still going to play it because like... What did was it originate on PC? It was out first on Switch. Uh, then it came to Steam. And now mm-hmm. it's on Game Pass. Mm, that yeah. makes sense. Which I, you know, I get it. Maybe I'm being too nitpicky, but... Um, it's a port. It's a port from a console game, right? Like but I feel like if you're going to port it, you're, like you're playing this on the PC Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think if you're putting a game on a PC Game Pass, it needs to have mouse and keyboard support. But that's what these yeah. companies do, man. They just yeah. port it. They do like uh, a Octopath port. Traveler doesn't have that, and you know, Saboteur isn't on consoles. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got the, you. The difference, the difference <laughs> is, is I will do the minimal work to plug in my controller. You won't do the minimal work to slide over to the right and turn your PC on <laughs> and play on the, your PC. So, um, it's just it's weird because like I don't have a full size keyboard, so like I can only menu with WASD. Like I can't, I don't have arrow keys, so it just it felt super clunky to try and play yeah, it's it. Weird, um, but I definitely want to play it because I. I, I I haven't played a game in that style in a long time. So like a old school JRPG, like I re- I really want to get into it. So hopefully I'll have more once I can find my Xbox controller. And the other game that I downloaded and just started playing, which is probably going to take me a long time to get through is um, Pillars of Eternity 2. Um, so okay. that's been, that's been on my docket for a long time that just got added to PC game pass. Uh, nice. Like I think this month. Um, game pass is where it's at, man. I'm playing the first so, one. It really is. Um, yeah, I played the first one and I loved the first one. Um, I actually lo- I actually liked Pillars of Eternity more than I liked um, Divinity Original Sin. Um, and I never played Divin- uh, the second um, Divinity game, but I've wanted to play Dead Fire for, for a while. So I downloaded it and booted it up. Um, and I just really miss isometric games. Like there's just, they're just there's not so many of them There's um not. did you so, um, did you ever play path what's it called path of, path of exile? exile path of exile i've played it's more path of a diablo exile. that's a diablo yeah like i've played path of exile and i played it a decent amount i never Jesus got into was very into that yeah Jesus crow is 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 deep into that our buddy manimal um who you've played d1 with yeah. felix um and Trip, you might have played early D two with him, but Manimal is definitely like, chatted with him in voice uh, in Discord. He's um, a big, yeah. big Path of Exile player. Um, like I think he was just streaming it the other day, but um, they were trying yeah, to get so me I'm, over to to play it when like the Deepstone Crypt runs were starting to trickle out, and and yeah. uh, Crow saying like I'm on this, I'm there's an expansion on this, I'm hopping over there. You should come with. They were they were definitely trying to do the hard recruit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just that game is like, oh god! I, it's it's fun, but it's a whole it's a whole, a ass whole thing. thing to yeah. fucking get into Path of Exile. Um, like the skill trees in that game are just are insane. So trying to learn it and then build like make builds and then if yeah, it's just too much for me. Yeah, yeah. I've tried a few times. Yeah, like the the one thing that Diablo makes it easy is it's more accessible. You know, it's just like Path of Exile. You need to like that's all you do and you need to read guides and find out builds and it's just number sheets and math and just Um, nitty gritty. But yeah, so I'm excited for, uh, pillars of eternity. Uh, like I'm a huge fan of obsidian. Um, and I really love the first game. So I started that, um, 
with some free time. So those are the two new things. So hopefully I'll be, I'll get some more time with them and I can share more in, in the future. Um, but game pass. Yeah, dude, it's, it's really hard to not download like 400 things in game. Pass I know. And pretend, pretend like I'm going to play them all. Um, <laughs> right. Cause there's just, there's so, there's so, so much there. It's such an incredible value now. Um, that it's I'm still, like, I'm going to beat Ori. I'm going to beat Ori from it. Yeah. That's another one. Like I haven't played Ori and it's there. Like there's just, there's so much there. Um, mm-hmm. and especially when you, when you consider, you know, the fact that we're getting backwards compatible games because Xbox is significantly better than Sony. Um, that sounds like a transition. It is. Um, let's yeah. rip it. Um, yeah. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about tonight was, um, the, the simple fact that Microsoft is continuously doubling down on backwards compatibility for their um original xbox xbox 360 and xbox one um backwards compatibilities for their next generation consoles um and they haven't backed away from this and they've continuously showed that it's something that they are invested in um and you know when it first came out and they talked about how they wanted to do it and you know like Every once in a while, a new original Xbox game would come out. Like I, I personally felt like it was going to teeter, teeter out and fizzle out, and it would just. I like, did too. Yeah, dis- disappear into the like non-existent void of like you know, like the Google graveyard of ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've they've really shown that like they find this to be a core and valuable thing that gamers want. Um, it's where the I'm, industry is going in terms of like. Uh, online accessibility, especially with this, this everything going digital, um, and you know the fact that that Nintendo, the fact that Sony, early on on their consoles had full on hardware support for for retro games is great, but that's not how games are played now, and it doesn't matter that they did it in the past because right now all they're all they're repeatedly telling consumers is that we don't actually care what you want to play we want you to buy the newest thing there was even a sony ceo that said why would anybody play this when talking yeah, about a specific a specific retro game um so the just the mindset is completely different than it used to be and it's it's gonna just lead microsoft to so much more uh financial success with whatever they put out you make you make a really interesting point like when i was reading the article like I thought about, you know, I, I will never get rid of that PS3 that I bought from Felix because it's a backwards compatible PS3. Like I will hold on to that thing until it no longer works because anytime I want to play a PS1 or PS2 title, it's the machine that That's I would it. do yeah. it, right? F- physical disc that is, right? And, um, you know, like the article brings that up. The article brings up the fact that like, you know, when the PS3 launched, like it had that hardware and then they backtracked from it, even on a hardware level. But you make a really good point that like that's not what we do anymore. Like there's there's a smaller subset of gamers that buy physical media and want to play physical media versus digital media. Mm-hmm. That it's just it's the hardware is irrelevant at this point for for the vast majority. It's just releasing the games digitally and having that catalog available to your consumers is is really what we're looking for at this point. Yep. Um, and Microsoft has taken it a step further and, and is actually patching games and releasing games that get significant FPS boosts and, you know, increased graphics and all the, they're not just ports. Some of these games are like this week, like, they added touch controls to a lot of X cloud and game pass games. 
Perfect example. That's a huge thing. That means increased accessibility for any game that didn't have that before. So that's another thing that they're 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 taking another step forward in preserving the games and making it more accessible to people who couldn't do it before. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to like cut you off. No, no, you, it's it's a really good point. It, it's going in tandem with what I'm talking about is the fact that like they're not only giving you the games, but they're making them more accessible. They're increasing the value by making them more playable performance wise on new hardware, giving you the ability to play it at a higher frame rate than obviously what the 30 FPS was back when an original Xbox game was made. Right. So um, are touch controls assignable? Do you know that, Neil? Don't know. I haven't I haven't played it on a touch device. It's okay. it's for a lot of X Cloud games. Mm-hmm. And um if you want to play your Game Pass games on your mobile device. Sure. Um I don't know. I I yeah. just know that there that is something that they added this week. Well, I was thinking of another angle. If if it's if it's assignable, um, which I imagine that it might be if you're like working through like a virtual controller method, a virtual input method, that means the games are literally more compatible with Microsoft's accessibility options, which let gamers who don't have the means to traditionally play a game, play games. And they're also the only company that's leading in this kind of, of gameplay interface. So I, I don't know, man, they're, they're doing the damn thing. They're doing it for gamers. Yeah. I feel like it's the same thing that we've talked about. This is my take on it. Um, and it's the same thing that's been brought up on this podcast many times is, is like, it was an easy thing that I think Microsoft saw because they didn't have titles coming out to say like, let's invest in this area, right? Like let's look at our library. Let's do these things to our library and offer it to our gamers because we're not giving them something from this hand. We're not giving them new content, great first party titles. Let's invest in this. And these other developers, these other platforms are, that's all they're going based off of is their IP. Right. It's the same. Mm -hmm. It's the same age old thing is infrastructure and features are not what's in the forefront of the the PlayStation platform or the switch platform. Um, And uh, once again, once Microsoft catches up with first party studios and titles that are exclusive to PC and Xbox, um, it becomes harder and harder for a, a gamer that's not concerned about specific IP titles to choose that platform as their sole platform for gaming. More and more people are going to gravitate towards Xbox and Microsoft because of all of the things that encompasses the ecosystem, mm-hmm. um, so to speak. But that's my gut on it. You know, they were like, Dude, well, we don't no. got, we ain't got any titles, so let's go make Knights of the Old Republic playable on you know <laughs> right, everything, exactly. right? You know, it ended or, up being the better long term play, especially as all the hardware disappeared and all the all the options to play this old stuff went away. Or they don't have any titles because they had this plan longer than we think. You're yeah, giving them a maybe. lot of credit there, though. Too I much credit. I'm giving them a lot. A lot of credit. They just I mean, didn't, been, they didn't plan to make any games because they were planning on doing it this way. I mean, well, when Phil when Phil Spencer took over X, the Xbox division after the disastrous launch of the Xbox One, that was probably the start of them pivoting. But they were already yeah. in a position where they were already kind of behind PlayStation in with the generation Xbox went into the new generation into that generation already knowing that they were ahead with the Xbox 360 and knowing <laughs> that they had this this leap and that and when companies do that they get complacent and sony is honestly sony's kind of doing that right now they're they're getting to a point where yes they have the games they have the first party titles but they are getting into a position where 
They're like, eh, fuck the old games. Eh, screw, yeah. screw PlayStation I mean, now. Honestly, screw our, our, our large catalog. Yeah, right? honestly, Nintendo is in that position. They've been in that position for a while, but Nintendo occupies so many other unique spaces that PlayStation doesn't at this point. That, that it doesn't matter. They're still going to be Nintendo, even if they decide. Even mm-hmm. if they just like you know don't engage and and sit on their laurels as the king of whatever market they're in. You know, Dude, the craziest announcement this week from Xbox was the fact that MLB The Show, a Sony-made game, is going to be day one on Game Pass. Yeah, that is, that's massive. Have, that, that franchise was only Sony for years and years and years. Literally, it, you have a better deal to play that game if you want to play it on an Xbox or PC over the Sony first-party platform because Sony doesn't have a system like Game Pass or unless they put it on PlayStation plus that month, like you're not getting that experience and you won't because it's, it's a brand new game. So you're paying 67, 70. If you have a PS five, you're paying 60, 70 bucks on PlayStation on with Sony, or you just own any of the consoles or a computer and you pay for a, for essentially what's Xbox live gold, what you've been paying for years and years. I mean, if it comes to PC, I don't, I don't know if that was in the article. If it's, if it's just, console. yeah, true, I don't true. But no, the reason why I say it is because if it is, I have not played an MLB game in a very long time. We were talking about Ken Gary Jr. Slugfest because it was literally exclusive to PlayStation <laughs> for the longest time. I mean, there hasn't mm-hmm. been an, an Xbox title. I mean, it would have been RBI Baseball, which looks like a fucking, you know, like. Uh, Two K, the kitty one, you know, yeah, yeah, like a, <laughs> yeah. Games, but they were never as good as the show. They never were, and then they stopped making them, and then the show was it. Was the would that, only would that be a game, game that made. would that be a game that could be played with keyboard and mouse? No, but I could, would plug in my controller. I mean, probably, yeah, but I would plug in my controller. It's just like the game. controller has like almost like that. Um, um, what's that game? Golden Tee, like effect when you're swinging the bat. Like for manual controls, all I ever use is manual right. controls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I manual bat and I manual pitch. So, um, right. And if because it right. feels like golden tea, that's what it feels like. <laughs> I don't know, man. You can take a mouse and you can fucking swing that mouse. It might be a little more realistic. Who knows? I mean, you you can use you can use like the button pressing uh, options because they have like a button that's a power hit and a button that's a medium hit and a normal hit and then the button that's like just contact hit. Like you mm-hmm. can do it that way. Um, 20, 2013 was the last um, MLB 2K game, and that was 360. Mm-hmm. So I'll um, tell you, I can vouch sheesh. for it. Lock, it's a good game, man. I really enjoy it. Yeah, for I mean, sure. I would, I would, I would. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it, if it does come for PC, I would definitely. I mean, again, to Trip's point, like, why, why wouldn't I just download it if I have the hard drive space and it's there for when it's, I want to? Yeah, to wild. Know, and play. Yeah, Iron was play game, Iron you know? was asking me this week. Uh, he's thinking about creating a league now. I don't understand what that even looks like. Am I a player on our team playing other teams in the world? I or am doubt I that? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or are we just, we have our full team. Like, I'm you know, like, man, just, just say yes to it all. And just I go along for the yes. ride. And I, learn as you yes. go. I yeah. don't care. I'll figure out how that works. Um, but I'll definitely, it's funny. according to uh, the game industry.biz, the decision to put it as an, on Xbox game pass was an MLB decision. That wasn't I mean, it's so looked at the like they probably had one person that that knew this landscape and was like, we gotta be on on Microsoft guys. Like this is like well, all yeah. the homes this is in, and then they're like, oh, they're right, and then yeah, it's, it's the been contracts. 
So the show came out in 2006 and has been exclusive to Sony since 2006. They've only been selling their their game to PlayStation players. I mean, someone must have finally been like, guys, what the fuck are we doing? (laughs) Well, like, look, you said at the time until 2013, there was a competitor that was on the Xbox console. True. What was it? So 2K. It was the two the two K series. So there was a two K baseball. But, I didn't even know that. Yep, until twenty thirteen, and then I guess the license ran out for them, and they decided not to renew it. Um, just like the NCAA games, which apparently are coming back eventually. I'm not sure. I'm not a sports person, but I, I heard rumors that they are coming back, and that lost out due to conflicts with the players because they were not being named in that game. Correct. Um, I remember that whole thing. That was that was like yeah. well we don't have to name or use the likenesses of the players at the time. And it was this whole big like lawsuit slash kerfuffle. I don't know what the professional term. There's is, a but. lot of real fucked up things uh, in the NCAA about, you know, profiting off the players, but not actually compensating the players. And I'm sure that all got even messier when they started putting out licensed products with article, brand, right. but involving yeah. basketball their, players their is like, in school. They're yeah. college students. We're putting them, we're giving them the opportunity or like we have them in like their scholarship and like, that's what they're getting. They're getting called like exposure. School, bro. It was, yeah, exactly. The, Which the article, um, the article named, uh, a character who not character, a player who for years has refused to have his likeness in games. And I think he just passed away. Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron is now going to be in 2021, according to this article. I don't know if that's even true. But one thing that I found in 2020, and it's been around. It was in 2019. I didn't know it was there. I found this thing called the Player Vault. Do you guys know what this is? No idea. I've never played the game. So people can. So before you start your season, if you're like trying to beef your roster up or you're trying to like just, you know, fucking. I don't know. You want to change up the season? You like me? I I did all legends when I did my I did a legendary draft. I did all the shit, but I beefed it up before I started my first season. And you know, like I made Kevin O'Toole. He's in my fucking game. Like Kevin mm-hmm. O'Toole plays every night with me on the fucking Phillies. <laughs> I made it. I made him third base. I made Kevin O'Toole fucking third base. Phillies third baseman. Get but out. anyway, yeah. So uh, anyway, like um, we're. I'm looking at this player vault. Player vault is where players can create players and upload them. And like, you can find all the, all the people who refuse likeness on a game. Like who said, we're a player. We don't want to be involved in that. Players can make them and then upload them to the vault. And then anyone can download them into their rosters. I was like, holy shit. Like I started looking for all these players I tried to create Barry Bonds and add him into my game. I could have just looked them up. There were 65 different Barry Bonds creations that were made by players, and they're all rated did any of them and have, shit. Did any of them have the earrings? Oh, yeah. Like, they're rated. Some of them are, like, absolutely 100% realistic looking. That, and that's interesting like, that you can make real players in the create a player because MLB right. is really weird about that. Like, I can't – I for um, for years – I've wanted a t- I've wanted a Phillies shirtzy with So Taguchi number ninety nine, just this one off player who was just, he was just there for the World Series. Right? He was just on the bench, like the dude just 
did it. I think he made like one play. It was, I wanted a Sotoguchi t-shirt forever. They never printed one, of course. And when I went to MLB.com to customize one, they're like, you can't get this printed because he's not on the team. And we cannot sell you this with him not being on the team. We can't like give you product with these people not actually being part of the team. Right. So it's interesting to me that you can make actual players. Yeah. Like you know, I didn't, you I didn't get crazy players with that aren't playing anymore. With I wanted to search to see if somebody made Michael Jordan from when he played ba- baseball on the nationals. I mean, like, I don't know if they good. did, but like Michael Jordan classically never showed up in any sports games. It would always be like in every basketball game. It'd be like number 23. Like, and that's what it would be. I'm curious to see if somebody made him and I'll put Michael Jordan on my fucking team. <laughs> like, he might be out there. Probably. He had his, he had his stint in baseball. Was it the nationals? He played for the Nationals, no, right? I don't think it was oh. the Nationals. Yeah, maybe I'm remembering that wrong. I don't uh, you might. I don't remember. I don't remember. The Nationals isn't ringing a bell, but um, it's funny reading the comments on this article. The the top comment, the top comment for for the MLB the the show article is, I really question someone's mental health if they choose a PlayStation Five over an Xbox at this point. It's <laughs> a great point, man. And then and then, and then down. Point. And then the second one is $70 to your point trip. It's the second best comment is $70 on a PS five versus $15 sub on Xbox. Surprise. Sony allowed this as it does not reflect well on their services at all. Game pass is the best thing to happen in gaming in a really, really long time. Um, <laughs> well, apparently Sony didn't comments from regular Sony gamers. Did. Yeah. I would imagine Sony would never let this go on their own, but uh, it is not coming for PC mm-hmm. by the way. It's only coming for, for uh, console, it. but Gotcha. Um, still, 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 yeah, still, still, um, yeah. What I what I need from what I need is I need an NFL Blitz remake to come mm. because NFL Blitz was the shit. That is well, my favorite too bad game. You're already. getting shitty Madden games forever because they don't make that game better at all. Apparently, and uh, mid that was made by Midway NFL Blitz. Oh, God, oh no, rest in peace, Midway. Yeah, yeah, so good. Um, unless unless. Midway somehow gets arisen and shows up at our digital E3 this year. That's what, oh, 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 oh yeah. You never dude. know. You never, you never know. know. On to the next, on, on to the next, <laughs> on, on to the next. Because E3 is back in digital E3 form. is back. So the wild thing about this news was, because I, I kind of saw this happen in real time. At first, when the rumors before E3 officially announced, the ESA officially announced this. They were people were circulating that it was going to be a paid ex- online experience, and then they dropped the actual news and said, "No, it's going to be an actual, uh, you know, you know, free digital event." Right? How how would they do it before? And um, that kind of put a relief to people because the biggest comment I saw was like, "What you're going to make us pay to watch a bunch of trailers? Like, are, are you serious? Like mm-hmm, a bunch right. of like ads?" Right. Um, which I agree, kind of silly to do that. Um, hang on, I want to actually—I don't actually have the article pulled up. If you guys want to like chime in real quick, well, this is what we expected them to do: just announce some kind of a virtual experience. Now they didn't announce really anything other than the fact that they were doing it, which we all kind of expected. This um, they did say that everything is going to be you know freely accessible. There's no paywall. Um, Everyone can see everything that they're going to be announcing or they're going to be involved in free to access is their is their um, 
their language due to unannounced global media partners. Um, but what I thought was interesting in one of their announcement uh, messages was that they still are trying to make this like valuable to industry insiders. And again, this is very, very, it's not even very late on details. There are no details. They said we're, we're back baby is all they've said. Um, <laughs> but they specifically said, uh, we look to excite the fans with major reveals and insider opportunities to make this event the indispensable the indispensable center stage for video games. They clearly still want to be this, uh, but they haven't said how they're going to do it, but look out world. So the, the, the weird thing about this, now if we compare it to what happened last year, right? Last year, E3 was, they weren't ready for, for COVID and they weren't ready for the digitalness of who was, if we're, if no, we're being, no one was, which is totally fine. That's, that's like, yeah, like, of course, but, but the, the E3 ready on the wall was, was there for a long time. Yeah, but the problem is, is what we got last year was literal months of announcements spread out across, like, I want to say weeks, like there were like, like weeks of different announcements that it was kind of hard to like keep track. Like, I appreciate E3 because, because everything is condensed and it's one show. And I know that week I'm going to get all the information I can possibly get. And then we're ready for the year. The year is, you know, well, we know what we're getting for the holidays and we know what's coming in in the future. Um, the problem was, is, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm articulating this well enough. No, I no, I keep going. Yeah, keep going. I don't, I don't want to yeah. chime in and take over your thought, but no, it's fine. It's the, it, it's, it comes down to like, there was no organization, right? Like everything was, just like a a mess of announcements. And there was like, I barely remember anything that was announced last year or any of the big, big things, because I don't have a date or a one showcase to like bring up or pinpoint. Sure. Yeah, I guess. No, no, I, I've never thought about this until until you brought it up. Yeah. I think, I think it's a, it's a valid point that I, it's really hard to follow. Like it's hard enough to follow news that I care about. Um, because everything else that goes on on your day to day lives that like E3 was always a time that you could set aside to say, OK, this weekend or this week, I'm going to absorb all of this. I'm going to find out about all the things that I'm that I want to play. And I'm going to obviously remember those things because there are these tentpole titles that I'm like really excited to see. And I get all that information condensed in one in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Um and that definitely did not happen this year. It was all trickled out randomly over time. And I definitely won either missed titles that I probably would have been interested in that I would have seen if I was watching an E3 press conference. Um, or two, it just didn't have as much of an impact because it was just a Kotaku article saying that this game's coming out or right. it was a, tw- it was a, it was a single developer Twitch stream that like I just missed because it was on a random Saturday you know, that I just didn't get to see. So yeah, on, there is, there the, is some value there for sure for I mean, this it, like event. And on the other side of the argument is, is that all these different companies and publishers are sharing that news space. Right. So it's hard to get, um, it's hard to get them all the spotlight that they want on their games. Right. So I feel like they were relieved that they were able to have their own time to show off their, their games. But at the same time, like yeah that gets lost right Mm -hmm. yeah it does for sure so yeah what i what i what i what i can't 
and maybe I'm just, you know, I'm not as smart as those within E3, but like, I just can't even speculate. I think you are. (laughs) Yeah. I currently at this very moment um, cannot speculate what value they're going to provide to that's, you know, that's the just the conversation here. Yeah. Like I still going to remain indispensable. Yeah, that's a big word. That's a big word. It's a strong word to put out there. Indispensable. Cannot live without this event in our lives is is the push they're making. And how how are they going to do that? Because like I feel like yeah, I feel like as a as a consumer, I'm I was mildly inconvenienced by the fact that E3 didn't happen last year, but like very mildly. (laughs) And I I was (laughs) you know, like and I would feel like the developers we're not inconvenienced at all because game sales were fucking incredible this past year because everyone was home and crazy enough they managed to still buy video games. They so did like just I, fine. I game don't was like, an essential business. They refused to shut down. Remember? Yeah, I, <laughs> stonks. I just don't. I don't stonks. Did you see the side note? There was game. There's some big GameStop news that came out today. But anyway, um, I. I just that's such a strong word to use after we just went through this year and gaming is fine and strong and fruitful for everyone. So like I just man, they better have realized last year, but but we're indispensable and we're going to prove this to you. I feel like the marketing should have been, hey, we took a year off. Like uh, humble a little bit, like humble yourselves a little bit and say, like, you know, like we took a year off. You know, we realized what was done without E3. And here are some things that we plan to come back with and show why in this new digital age, in this new mm-hmm. post-pandemic world that E3 still holds value. You know, like, God, man, this isn't the time of fucking magazines and demo discs, right? Like, fuck, dude. Like, someone in their marketing department needs to, like, whoever the editor was that used that word needs a fucking new job. Seriously. Yeah, because it just and, sound, and they it, didn't, it sound they didn't like a hopeful word. And offer anything. They just said, we're this, it's going to be this. We want to be this. And that's great. You can want to be a lot of things. It's a very hopeful but, word. But we don't know. We don't know yet. I'm very interested in that, what their plans are for that. And I want to know what the insider opportunities are. You know, like yeah. what value is so he going to have? Um, traditionally, if people out there don't know, uh, which is not out of the realm of possibility with the, the, non-impact it's had in the most recent years but you would go there physically and interact with industry people because they were all there you could you could get conference rooms you could have meetings you could you could create like the business and the commerce of video games in e3 that was the value that was the hub um you could just slack someone you could just email them uh, online and you could do that regardless yeah remember we went to that you and i went to that weird meeting with the person like yeah we had a meeting with a guy we talked about a, vr it was great you want us to come no 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 that was that was the guy we met at lunch we also there was an area <laughs> where you where you could network like formally do you remember that yeah oh yes, we walked yes, over I mean, yes that one in that too. back yeah, yeah. area that was kind of empty at the time yeah. when we got there in our time slot yes. and we met with somebody and they were like oh we're not interested in what you're doing yeah. at all <laughs> sure <laughs> I, you could do that a million times a day yeah you know yeah. What do you do online? You guys sit in a Twitch chat and 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 at uh, at EA. Hey, I got an idea. Like what? Look, I'll, I'll prove me wrong. E three. Like show me what you're going to do. But like as of right now, we don't know. It, the other thing is, is like 
you know, it's it's now free because of our global media partners. Well, where were those mystery media partners every other year for the existence of E3? Right. And the fact that, like, it wasn't a thing that you could offer, you mm-hmm. know, like, like f- there's a part of me that just wants it to literally <laughs> fail yeah. so bad and just and just we'll all if, be okay if they were really we'll all be mildly inconvenienced for a few years <laughs> yes yes but it'll exactly. be okay you things, know? Will, like, things will coalesce again after the fact like if they were really smart about this they could have been slowly ramping up some kind of like next generation insider ability for e3 maybe like you know not that i'm trying to give them ideas but like <laughs> i hold on I'm, I'm having a lot of thoughts at the same time You're i was gonna, gonna suggest maybe idea. have like a database of contacts for insiders and i realized no, they don't that do that and then released their own database information so <laughs> so literally E3 is already batting a thousand um, but yeah like you could do a, you could do a lot you could do all right so you, you guys talked about networking you can you can create social online spaces for networking you can host and be able to schedule meetings zoom meetings whatever discord calls with developers and industry partners like all that could be managed by e3 to allow people to interact with one another um, if they don't do that, I will be fucking floored. I will honestly, it will not make sense if that's not a thing that they offer yep. somehow. Um, if they can't wrap their heads around something simple like that, I I have no hope for them in the future. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was it. It was accessibility. So if they say to to studios, hey, we're going to put you guys in the same room or like, hey, these these guys are going to be available for questions or whatever or one off. We'll send you into breakout rooms like that could be. A, a definite way to handle this but mm-hmm. i don't i think that's i think that's out of their out of their scope i just have a feeling they're not that <laughs> forward thinking in terms you of their suspect. digital online space it's like so simple like a webinar for all of us to join and then be able to ask questions mm-hmm. and then the the host be able to choose what questions they even like acknowledge is like a simple thing mm-hmm. it is not like i could set it we could all set it up for them in like a matter mm-hmm. matter of minutes um so if they if there's someone there not telling them that that's something that they should do, um, then they're 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 uh, they're not going to last. They're not going to last too many more years. Uh, I do think you're onto something. Becoming more interactive with a chat rather than just watching a Twitch chat go go wild during these things is definitely a really good idea. If there's a way that there is more interaction with the audience that is that are you know d- being digital you know yeah. Present- like all this, this is it's a great idea like zoom's webinar feature like specifically calling out zoom because i've used it is is great like you have a panel of people the panel of people are the only ones that get to talk you're you're viewing them and then there's a raise hand feature you raise your hand like digitally and if someone wants to call on you obviously they wouldn't do that for the internet but um there's also a, a, a way for you to submit questions and then you have an admin in the webinar that vets the questions and they can send a question to a panel or they dismiss the question and then they you know they would obviously dismiss all the trolls they would let through the questions that they thought were actually viable and would create a dialogue it's a little bit harder on the scale that we're talking about for e3 of course but like it's manageable right like it's something that could be done for something this size this scale for a company this big it's absolutely something that they could they could implement um and it wouldn't. It doesn't have to be Zoom webinar. I'm sure there's a many other systems that could do. Discord literally added everyone. Get everyone involved. What was that? Discord. Discord added that feature. Does that, that surprise that me? Was, 
that was the new feature that uh feel that was bugging felix in the beginning of the show oh that was the pop-up message that he was getting yeah it was letting him know that you have the ability to be a presenter it's it's the same thing that you were just talking about you get chosen speakers and then an audience that can listen and i i haven't used it you guess raise your hand or whatever you know what i mean like like you were saying sounds um yep but yeah yeah so Um, i'm one of the things that's i don't know man sorry keep going no it's okay one of the things that surprised me was that e3 uh esa actually listed a bunch of people who would be um participating and they listed nintendo xbox capcom ubisoft take two warner brothers um the one that surprised me where it really was konami Mm. because they are not major players they haven't been major players in the game space for a while they've toned down their play their uh pro evolution soccer games i feel like they i feel like we're gonna get the last of those soon and they're not really making games anymore so i'm like kind of surprised they're making slot machines for casinos man raking raking the money in big time but um what about contra man that's good contra's gonna get an upgrade i'm I'm, I'm uh, is it is it how was the last contra game that came out fucking horrible thank you it was called Um, contra core something it was i remember i remember seeing reviews of that it was not great me and kevin oates played it on the goddamn uh stream and it was we we turned it fucking off on the goddamn stream we gonna play other things they're not we couldn't do it yeah Uh, yeah. it's not great but what's most fascinating is is that nintendo and xbox are still going to be in this in the show because generally the last couple of years that e3 happened xbox was across the street they had a booth for mixer was the last thing that they did mm, right. that was the last I thing that they had nintendo <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah rest in, well, rest in peace rest, uh, rest in peace um but nintendo also does their own directs right they have their own their own digital presentations so that means they are also going to be taking up the digital space that e3 is offering which is weird it's almost as if like and i know xbox came out with an announcement saying that we want to be a part of this inclusive event right like they they said that they this is important they believe in it so i'm i'm really shocked that they would come out and do that considering that they were like sony's not in this list of names because they already decided we're going to do our own thing because we got we got the law library to back up back up our you know we got the talk and the walk all that good stuff so that was a shock to me that that um nintendo and xbox are still going to be there the other companies fine that's that's a good avenue for their um for for show showing off their games mm-hmm. and of course bethesda now a part of xbox you can expect bethesda to be in that xbox conference instead of having their own like they have been doing the past couple years so something we're thinking about it is worth thinking about I, I, I thought it was uh, really interesting. Yeah, that they would we'll do that. To see, we'll have to see what they uh, announce, if anything. I'll we'll have to see what E3 looks like and what's accessible to everyone. I mean, they're already going to be outplayed in terms of virtual events. So we just heard about GCX announcing a literal virtual space for attendees to to meet each other there with proximity chat based on where their avatars are in this right. in this environment, which is just a good, probably going to be a wild experience that I'll be able to participate in with my ticket from gcx 2020 they got canceled um so i i i will have to see but i don't think e3 is going to be innovating here wait you were going to go to guardian con you you a trip 
point? Uh, uh, me and Diamond uh, had uh, tentative plans to get tickets, and we did get tickets to go to GCX 2020. Yep, and obviously that that was canceled. Um, but yeah, those are uh, redeemable for this year, so I will be popping in there. I just don't think E3 is going to be innovating at the level that a lot of other people in, in virtual event spaces are. But we'll see. They could prove me wrong. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. We will. And on that keep note, you, you guys. Keep you updated if we hear. And on that note. This is Lock and Key. You could find me on Twitter at Lock underscore Key. It's been, uh, it's been great chatting with y'all. Felix. This is Felix Hergood. You can catch me at Felix Hergood on Twitter. I don't know what I talk about there. It's mostly just movie shit, sometimes game shit. I uh, I, I write a lot of ads to Fallout developers. That's what I do. I, I <laughs> add them. Perfect. Just on purpose. I just, hey, shout out. Shout out to my Fallout ads. <laughs> um, and then when I stream, it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> when i stream it'll be <laughs> like i don't fucking have any clue when that's gonna be i got no timeline i'm sorry for the fans but like i don't know sorry man Your life, statement. Life, life is just it is so extra right now all right go ahead you oh, can find Neo, me or trip this is a uh, this is trip zero you guys can find me on twitch twitch.tv slash trip zero tv i stream mondays tuesdays and thursdays 7 p.m to 11 p.m currently very close to finishing up a 100 percent run of stardew valley and then we'll see what the spring and the summer has uh has for us in store it's gonna be a lot of fun neil i've been neil yoshi you can follow me at neil underscore yoshi on twitter and breaking news people rumor kojima in talks with microsoft to publish their next game what just i just saw this this came up on my feed can't wait it's uh, uh, cool follow me at twitch.tv slash neo Ayoshi. uh playing some monster hunter uh who knows this weekend i may turn the stream on and lube some of my caps it's my cherry and lube. Lube i'm gonna do it we're gonna do some, lube some keyboard mods if, you, if that's your jam um it's been a rabbit hole but we'll see we'll see how that goes uh have a good one later What's the one game you want? Saboteur. The Saboteur. Yeah, Saboteur. It's what? on Game Pass. It's, it's Lock. Game Pass for Xbox or for PC only. Yeah, Lock got my dick wet. Oh. And then, which is crazy. Well, which is you, which is wait. Hold on. This is you crazy. have a PC that can play this, and that's you what can, I told. Wait, hold right. on, hold on, hold on. That's what I, I told him to say that wait, shit. But you know, it's Felix. I told him he could run it on his PC, and he can plug in his Elite controller or whatever controller he mm-hmm. has. He'd be Very fine. True. I'm not. I'm. I'm not holding his hand anymore. I already so told him he could do it, and that's it. Felix, you can't Number say two, except four because there are there's options out there. Number two is that's wild that a Xbox game that never had any light on a PC is now a PC only. Game. That is, really <laughs> which is hilarious. That's hilarious. Somebody Crazy was sitting guy. there making like the, like uploading all the shit and they go, they just uncheck the console button. They said, this is gonna be hilarious dude for the one person who wants to play this. Mm-hmm.